Hello, everyone. This is Josh Wegar. Welcome to the Missionary Micro Stories podcast, where missionaries tell us authentic stories that they love, and you will too. It's six questions in nine minutes because we all know that without a time frame, missionaries can get awfully long-winded. Today with us, we have Brother Jack Mitchell, Dr. Jack Mitchell, who is a good friend and really a blessing to many missionaries worldwide. Excited to have him on. Dr. Jack, thanks so much for being here. Well, it's great to be with you, uh, Josh. We appreciate your ministry there in Chuuk very much. Well, praise the Lord, and we appreciate yours as well. So let's go ahead and get into this. And question number one, in just a few sentences, tell us about you, your family, and your field. Okay, well, I'm a dentist, um, and uh, my wife, uh, Jennifer, uh, serves with me. She's my dental assistant. And uh, we have two children, two grown children um, here in New England. We live in Massachusetts. They live in New Hampshire, close by. But uh, we are medical missionaries. We travel to different fields around the world, uh, coming alongside missionaries or national pastors, helping them with their church planting efforts or starting new churches and, and uh, by putting on these evangelistic clinics. We've been doing it since uh, 1996. Wow. And again, we're so grateful, folks. It, for those of you listening, um, I'm sure that you, you can completely understand how vital it is when you're out in a village trying to get people to, to listen or come. It makes it so much easier in a way when you've got people there that are helping in a physical way as well and that have a heart for the gospel. So we love Dr. Jack and his ministry. You guys are such a blessing. So thank you for your work for all these well, years. Well, we're so. thankful to the Lord for being able to do it. Amen. Number two, then, what is for you the best part about being a missionary? It can be anything. Uh, well, you know, we we there there's a lot of there are a lot of benefits to it, but I think uh, you know over the years the the biggest benefit to us has been just the, uh, personally seeing. Uh, the faithfulness of God in our lives almost on a daily basis uh, where we have different challenges related to different aspects of ministry and so on. But uh, over the years to just uh, be dependent for us to be dependent upon the Lord and seeing his faithfulness. Um, it's drawn us uh, over the years closer to the Lord. And uh, we are just, we just marvel at God's faithfulness in our lives. So, for, for us, I think that's really uh, one of the uh, biggest benefits to us is just our, our relationship with the Lord and depend, dependence on him and, and seeing him be faithful to us. Amen. Great. So number three then is not necessarily the reverse, but what would be for you and your beautiful wife, uh, what would be the the challenge or the hardest part about being a missionary? Well, I think, uh, you know, being a, being a mission, missionary is, is uh, challenging for, you know, for most missionaries in a lot of different, different ways. But I mean, the challenges are outweighed so much by the blessings of it. Um, but for us, our ministry is very physical ministry. Mm. Uh, one, we have to, to travel quite a bit uh, and a lot of our ministries are in third world countries or, or uh, countries that uh, have, have 
places in the country that uh, are very needy as far as physically and, and uh, spiritually. And so um, there's that physical aspect of long flights and traveling with a lot of equipment, loading and unloading the equipment. And then uh, the days are difficult <clears throat> treating uh, upwards of 20 to 30 uh, dental patients in a day. Uh, so, um, so that, you know, the physical aspect of it, I think is, is uh, difficult for us. Um, I'm almost 70 and uh, I, I can't believe though that uh, God is enabling us to continue to do this ministry. Uh, I, I'm a little bit thankful for the rest he's given us now where the, the world has essentially shut down for a period of time and uh, it's allowing us, I think, to catch our breath a little bit. Amen. So good. And now, listeners, you guys know how to pray for uh, Dr. and Mrs. Mitchell. Just be praying for their strength as they continue to travel. They do. They put on a lot of miles. So. Um, all right. Question number four, then. What missionaries that are making a difference like yourself would you suggest to have on this podcast? Wow. Um, I think, you know, we, we have uh, had the opportunity to be with a number of missionaries around the world. And, um, you know, I, I could just go down the list and name every one of them. You know, there are a lot of faithful people um, just, uh, you know, just serving the Lord. Um, uh, a, a lot of them in places that they don't get much attention and, and so on. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, recently we've been We've had some ministries in, uh, in Myanmar, uh, formerly Burma, and we have been impressed with the ministry of uh, Brother Joel Wagner. Joel is, uh, he's with uh, Bibles International, they translating the Bible. And so he works with a lot of tribal uh, groups in the, the country of Myanmar um, and uh, very vital ministry in, in, in that country. So we've been thankful for his help to us as we've we've been there and uh, had ministry there and uh, also another uh, couple Todd and Kathy Beeman who uh, we've worked with in the country of Zambia in Africa mm -hmm. uh, they've been a great blessing to us and um, they are one of the couples that uh, really have a uh, an understanding of, uh, of, of how medical ministries can be used to help them in their church planting efforts. So we've, we've appreciated uh, uh, working with them quite a bit. Great. I look forward to reaching out to them. And Lord willing, we can get them on in the future. Sure. That'd be great. All righty. Well, question number five then, Dr. Jack, the big one. Uh, the big one. Just take a couple of minutes, about uh, three to five minutes, and tell us a story about your time in missions that means something important to you. All right. Well, <clears throat> you know, when you when you ask me to think of a story, um, being the fact that you're in on the island of Chuuk, that the that's the story that came to my mind right away. Is that something that you could relate to as well? But uh, several years ago, I I've been trying to remember the actual year, but I I can't. But it's probably about maybe four or five years ago, somewhere in that neighborhood that uh, we, we went out to have ministry on the island of Chuuk 
And um, we spent some time with the church there, um, Grace International. Um, and, um, and the plan for our ministry was go to the outer island of Nama. Uh, Nama is about, uh, I think, about a two and a half hour boat trip from the island of Chuk or Weno there. And uh, so we had, uh, we had man made arrangements because of, we would be going out into the open ocean. We had made arrangements with some of the local uh, Christians there to, for them to uh, rent for us large boats that could, could easily get out into the, to the open ocean. And, uh, and so they promised us that they would, they would do that for us. And so when we got to the island, uh, we we asked these these men, uh, have you got have you got the boats? And they were like, yes, we have the boats. This was on Saturday. We were to go on Monday, and so we would we would ask them, you know, each day, do you have the boats? Yes, we have the boats. And so um, so on on Monday we were scheduled to to leave uh, early in the morning. I believe it was eight or nine o'clock in the morning. We got up that morning. The 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 it was a beautiful morning. The sun was out. The, the ocean was calm, and um, we got word that the, the men would be delayed a little bit with the boats. And um, and so, eight o'clock went to nine o'clock. Nine o'clock went to ten o'clock. Then we got word that they they had the boats, but they didn't have an engine. And so anyway, all of these uh, different things were happening during the day. Mean meanwhile, the weather was changing. Uh, mm. the, the the sky was clouding up, the wind was picking up, and then it started to rain, and uh, the ocean was starting to get a little bit rougher. And so, at the time we were supposed to leave, these men came with three small boats. I I, I think maybe I don't know what they're twenty foot boats or whatever they are, um, and uh, with forty horsepower engines, something like that. I'm not a big boat person, but anyway. They show up with these boats, and I'm like, I'm not a boat person, but I know these are small boats to be going out into the to the open ocean on a stormy day, and um, and so it was interesting because the day before Sunday, I preached on Mark chapter four, uh, <laughs> and the chapter when Jesus was in the boat sleeping and his disciples thought they were going to die. I spoke on that that actual passage about. The Lord calming the sea, peace be still, not knowing that this is going to happen to us the next day. And uh, so we started to go, and you're familiar, you're familiar with you, you, the, 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 the lagoon area is a lot calmer than the open ocean. And so we decided to, to we had three boats. We decided to, once we got out to the, to the reef, to the edge of the lagoon, before we went out into the open ocean, we would decide whether it was rough or not. Well, uh, apparently the message didn't translate to the man who was leading the three boats, the one who had the compass and so on. So we get out to that area and it was quite rough already at that time. And um, so he just took off. Um, and so the two other boats, we, we had to follow him because we had these people uh, on our team to go. So anyway, we went out and uh, basically, the two and a half hour trip out to Nama turned into five and a half hours. And uh, it was up and down, up and down all the way. 
And uh, honestly, that was the first time and probably the only time in, in ministry in different places around the world that I thought I was going to die. I thought this is this could be the end of it. We in these small boats, you could see, you know, in between the boards, some of them on the, you know, and um, and I get just kept saying to myself, "Peace be still, peace be still," you know, uh, from Mark chapter four. But nothing was happening, you know. We were just up and down. But obviously, the Lord was with us. Um, we were able to to get to the island of Nama. Um, and uh, we had a wonderful ministry there. That is an island that really is basically unreached um, with the gospel. And we were going to help uh, two young men who were students at Harvest Baptist Bible College in, in uh, Guam that were there uh, for the summer. We were there to help them. And uh, the Lord had us actually set up our ministry, our clinic, right across the street from the Catholic church that's on that island. And so we had a, a wonderful ministry. And uh, in spite of the, uh, the travel over there. And so we're just thankful to the Lord, you know, for, for uh, one, for the safety that he gave us. But just sometimes, you know, uh, it, the more difficult it is, uh, to to actually do the ministry, the more blessings come from it. Um, and we saw that there on the island as people who had never heard the gospel before in their lives were able to hear it. So so that's my, my story. We love the Micronesian islands, particularly the Chuuk Islands. We, we know the need is great there. And so we really appreciate your ministry there as well. <laughs> Thank the Lord. We look forward to having you back out next time. We'll make sure that there's a proper boat. So. Yeah. All right. We'll count on that. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so. Well, Hey, look, finishing up one final question. Um, and just, and it, it doesn't have to be anything fancy along, but do you have any uh, cultural or language blunders that are, you know, something maybe that have caught you off guard or been embarrassing or something of that nature? Uh, I'm sure I have a list of them, but, um, you know, I, I, I am almost 70, so I can't remember a lot of things. But um, recently we were in um, the country of Myanmar and uh, I was invited to, to uh, uh, preach at this uh, small uh, church, church that was actually in a house. Um, and so we went that morning uh, for the service. We, we gathered in the home. The custom there is to sit on the floor, and um, and so uh, we all sat on the floor, and I'm sitting on the floor, and I have my legs out straight, and um, the custom also is to be barefoot, and so I had my legs out straight, my feet in front of me. Everyone else had their legs tucked in, uh, kind of Indian style, I guess, I don't know, and I knew if I did that, there was no way I was going to get up again, so... Um, so I, I sat that way with my legs out. About halfway through my preaching, I thought to myself, I bet I'm not supposed to be sitting this way because most of the people, are no one else is sitting like this. And uh, I kept trying to tuck my feet in. I just was really conscious of it. And then the pastor that we were at, the missionary that we were with, didn't say anything to me that day. The next day he told me, you know, 
you actually weren't supposed to be sitting that way. And I said, I thought so. You know, he said, it was my fault because I forgot to tell you. He said, but the people know you're a guest and, you know, they weren't offended by it, but I'm just telling you for the next time. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm just thankful to the Lord that, that uh, oh. people are forgiving when we do things like that. Amen. Was it because of your feet? Was it because of the bottom of your feet? The or? bottom of my feet. They should not have been looking at the bottom of my feet. Yeah. Oh, man. So, anyway. That's okay. <laughs> well, thank the Lord. I'm glad that they listened and it was good. Yeah. yeah. This was to an unreached group, uh, uh, mostly uh, Buddhist people. Wow. And uh, we just praise the Lord for, for that opportunity. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Dr. Jack, it's been such a privilege to have you on today. I'm super grateful for being able to talk with you and catch up with you. Um, if people want to continue to follow what you're doing, what's the best way to do that? Facebook or email, anything of that nature? Well, we have a Facebook uh, presence, uh, Jack and Jennifer Space Mitchell. And we okay. put a lot of pictures of ministry on, on Facebook. So if you want to friend us on Facebook, okay. Jack and Jennifer Space Mitchell. Okay. Also, we have a website, personal website. It's called godstoothtales.com. Yes. Um, our, our, our regular newsletter is called Tooth Tales. Okay. And so we have a website called godstoothtales.com. All one word, godstoothtales.com. And people can look there. And uh, they can get in touch with us through that website or email at uh, drjack at gfamissions.org. Drjack at gfamissions.org. All right. And we'll have all that in the description. Okay. Well, again, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Jack, for being on. We're grateful. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in today. This is Josh Wagar with Dr. Jack Mitchell for the Missionary Micro Stories podcast. <laughs>